I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Are you ready? What's going on here? Resistance. Is futile. This indeed you are, Paul. Is Fan Effect. Welcome to another episode of Fan Effect. I'm your host for today, Kellyanne Halverson, and sadly, my co-host Andy Farnsworth couldn't make it to today's recording. But I have the second best thing. We are joined today by our friend Jeff Whipple of the Megaplex Theaters for our August 2021 check-in. Megaplex Theaters, as you know, is the sponsor of our show and Utah's premier movie entertainment company. Welcome, Jeff. Happy to have you back on. I am so thrilled. And my only hope is that Andy has taken the day off and gone to Disneyland and finally caught up with the attraction. I know. He needed needed to caught up with Jungle Cruise. He didn't... Rated as well as we did. <laughs> I think he missed well, the magic you know, of the if, ride. If, if you can't, if you can't speak from a place of of having ridden the attraction, yeah, it's <laughs> it's tough to it's tough to grade the movie fairly. I think so. Yeah, sadly we'll miss Andy. That's too bad. We will miss Andy. <laughs> well, and even as I was leaving the film, I'm like, even Andy's going to enjoy this, even though he's not as um, he hasn't been on the ride. I think it stands on his own. And then I was I was disappointed by his his um. <laughs> his opinion of the film. (laughs) He may have been the only one because everyone else, I think, loves it. It was so entertaining. Right? And like, and you guys have been just doing some amazing things with the Jungle Cruise. You've been trending across the nation as actually people coming to see it, right? In fact, uh, I just double-checked again, and Utah continues to uh, do more Google searches online for Jungle Cruise than any other state in the U- Union. So it's it's fascinating. We have the best movie fans in the world, and, and anything Disney certainly plays well here. Mm-hmm. I, I, it doesn't make the distinction whether they're looking for the movie or the actual attraction at Disneyland, but we'll take it. it and based on based on how the film is performed here and continues to perform, mm-hmm. we're, we're seeing we're seeing so many guests come back to the theaters, which is great, wow. and families, multiple generations, seeing this film, which is so much fun which is so great and you know and i think people are looking for both like <laughs> we're utah we love to travel to disney we love to see disney and you know we we are going to enjoy the films made by disney as well <laughs> it's it's true and in fact uh, megaplex we keep track of all these all these different categories of uh, performances for imax screens megaplex has five imax screens in utah mm-hmm. and there are about a thousand across the nation it, actually all of north america so from the border up to canada and megaplex ended up with three of the top yes. uh 15 <laughs> imax locations for for jungle cruise and then for ne- north america ranking there's over 4300 movie screens in north america and again, Megaplex ended up with three locations in the top 25. So <laughs> we just have the best movie fans in the world, and we're so thrilled when they come out and, 
enjoy a movie like this. And we're seeing people come back again and again because they bring more people with them saying, you got to come see this movie. See, I need to go see it again um, on the IMAX. I've seen it twice now, but I want to see it on like the really big screen. It's true. We joked about putting out a passport because you want to see it in (laughs) IMAX. You want to see it in laser. You want to see it in Dolby Atmos. There's so many different formats you can enjoy. Mm -hmm. And we actually have people that will compare it and say, I really like the sound, especially for something like Jungle Cruise. If Mm -hmm. you're into audio, seeing it in a Dolby Atmos theater is spectacular. That'd be so cool. And I'm such a dork. I'm like, I want to see it like the 40 theaters at Disney where you have like the water and the smell of the flowers and things like that. That's the next I, stage of experience that I, I, I'm expecting. Yeah. We, we, we keep waiting to have, you know, the, the same thing with <laughs> live vines and animals jumping out at you on, you know, from the auditorium. But I would love it. I would love it. So Utah audiences are enjoying that. What other films is the beehive state buzzing about? Well, free guy, which opens uh, very soon is, is going to play beautifully. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is hysterical in this in this mm-hmm. film. There are so many <laughs> so many fun elements, and I don't want to spoil it for yeah. anyone. But uh, an original story, clever, so clever, mm-hmm. uh, and just a, a fun fun ride. Uh, I, I think people are going to really get a kick out of that. Mm-hmm. We've got some locally produced films playing at Megaplex as well. Yeah, uh, the Utah made even in dreams follow up to a, another film with a local cast and crew uh, that's premiering at Megaplex and we're getting some nice feedback there mm-hmm. and then a film called Nine Days that was actually shot out in the the desert by the Great Salt Lake was shot in Utah and debuted at Sundance and it is a great story mm-hmm. uh, people especially locally will find it fascinating uh, it's about people I think nine people who are justifying their their opportunity to come to Earth and have a, a physical experience, and that's a theme that I think many Utahns can get behind. So it's it's a fascinating film, getting some great early buzz. Well, yeah, and I just remember even being at uh, Sundance when that premiered, and I think it's 2019. How awesome was it? 2019 or 20? Whatever. How awesome it had been received, and even you look at the poster, and it's totally like the Salt Flats, and how gorgeous, and you know Zazie Beetz in it, and I, I really do like her, and I, I have my own little story from from Sundance with her that year. Do you, do you want to hear it? Oh, absolutely. That's so cool. <laughs> it's so stupid, but I was on Main Street just um, by the Egyptian theater there, and um, I'm just enjoying myself, and one of the big celebrity vehicles pulls up, a big uh, SUV, and the door opens, and literally spilling out of the car was Zazie Beetz, um, all dressed up and, and ready for whatever interview or whatever she was doing, and we just kind of make eye contact, and it's like, did you recognize me? I recognized you. That's okay. We all make mistakes, so she was able to pull herself together and get back up and stuff. So I saw her totally spill in the middle of a park city out of a car. <laughs> it, yeah. it is fascinating. We're, uh, going to Sundance is such an otherworldly experience anyway. Oh, my gosh, yeah. The, the, the black SUVs, you know, trolling up and down the streets with you never know who's going to pop out. Mm-hmm. And and, uh, and then watching Hollywood celebrities trying to dress, you know, in Hollywood red carpet style. In this some, cold. some know that they're in the snow and, you know, the ice and everything else and others somehow didn't get the memo mm-hmm. and so they come yeah just yeah spilling across <laughs> the sidewalk and it's we're all human 
It, we all we all have those moments. But well, it's it's fun to have those kind of Utah connections to these right. films. Well, and like some of the other ones, you said, um, let's see. So Even in Dreams has Monica Moore-Smith, and I've been on uh, panels with her. She's she's a really good actress that, that is local here. So I love that you guys do that. You go the extra mile to really make sure the local films and local interest films are really showcased along the way here. It is a tremendous opportunity for us, um, and, and we get the fact that you know, they're competing with these monstrous films mm-hmm. with huge budgets and, and massive marketing campaigns and all the other things that go with it. And to help create a little bit more level playing field where we try to get whatever buzz we can mm-hmm. and, and create you know, some opportunities, because we've noticed that if Megaplex performs well with these films, they have a better shot of opening regionally and right. expanding beyond that. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, a nice, it's a nice thing. We have a great relationship with the Utah Film Commission and so many of the independent filmmakers as well. We have so much talent here in Utah. Mm-hmm. There are so many people that just work here on a daily basis. There are people that literally live here and then commute back and forth for either work in L.A. or wherever else their, their projects take them. I noticed that when I was producing the movie show because we'd have people call in and they'd be like, oh, wait, which day am I in Utah? Oh, yeah, this this day I'll be there so I, I can be at the studio. So, And I, I love Utah's film community. It's it's just so fun and supportive of one another. So it's it's just been wonderful. And even like at, at the theaters, um, at the Megaplex theaters, how friendly your staff is it's kind of weird but i always had like the same ticket taker at the district when i was get there she's she's a little bit older lady she she always has her pins on and everything like that so friendly and it was hard over the pandemic not seeing my usual ushers and, and people that are helping me out at the megaplex what what has it been like for for the megaplex as you've kind of reopened and everything and you're you're still doing the precautions when it comes to the pandemic right now first it's been like a family Mm -hmm. reunion Mm -hmm. and not only for our team but for guests because so many have had the same kind of experience those same people at podium or or the popcorn Mm -hmm. our team has been remarkable telling stories about oh yeah i remember how you like your popcorn Mm -hmm. you like the layered butter with a little (laughs) extra salt or something and and they'll they'll pause and let people you know add their salt or whatever it's just so fun to see these little moments getting back to normal and i know we're not quite there yet and Mm -hmm. we're still having these moments the team is being heroic about the the steps we're continuing to take to ensure their their safety and everyone all of our guests we, we understand the, the politics that people are, are mm-hmm. done. They, we're, we're all just spent, and we, we're trying to encourage people to be patient with each other and with our team. But the good news is the best of the best practices are, are staying with us. Mm-hmm. Um, we're continuing to keep the theaters just spotless. We, we prided ourselves before of, of having you know, the best theaters possible. Gail Miller herself and Larry back in the day would talk about you know no sticky floors, and we have gone so far above and beyond that. Um, to make sure that the auditoriums present well. We check the audio. We check the video picture on screen. We've got enhanced HEPA filters in all of our auditoriums, so we're pushing intensely filtered air through the auditorium to to keep guests that much safer. And with the smoke from the fires out there right right. now, it it is – I just heard on on the news on KSL earlier that health experts are saying if you don't have to go outside and and exercise or be out right now, don't because the – the, the smoke is so thick and, you know, stay indoors. And with the heat and everything else, come spend the afternoon with us. Well, we're, a... we're, we're, we're air conditioned, our, our filtration systems running overtime to keep up. 
and uh, you know, even if you just come hang out in our lobby, we, we welcome you. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. As you said, like the HEPA filters, and it's air conditioned and nice and cool, and popcorn and all sorts of good stuff. So it's 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 been great having that coolness. <laughs> It's, and, and yes, it, thankfully the HEPA filter doesn't take out the smell of popcorn because that's that's happening still. We, we continuously <laughs> pop popcorn, so Definitely. we're still tempting you that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's always tempting. Well, and I'm curious. So right now, your guys are doing a luxury makeover at the Gateway Megaplex. How close are you guys to being finished with that? Oh, we are we are so close. <sighs> Though it, every time I say it out loud, it <laughs> makes our construction team and our, our our management team over at Gateway that much more nervous. We're actually going to be soft opening for uh, the Gateway location in time for the opening weekend of Free Guy. So guests downtown can go in and start seeing some of the changes. Now, not everything, we call it a soft opening, and it gives us the chance to kind of work through the kinks. Mm -hmm. We've got, you know, new menus, new systems in place. Uh, It's, we strip the the building down to the studs. Uh-huh. It's it's an entirely new building inside the framework of, of that old location. The building itself uh, was opened up in time for the 2002 Olympics. So it's we're celebrating the 20-year anniversary of Megaplex Theaters at the Gateway. Cool. But the building itself inside is going to be completely made over. The lobby area, all the auditoriums. So for the next few weeks, we're going to be putting the finishing touches on, getting the team up and running on some on some new things. And then... In October, we'll we'll throw some big confetti and and have a grand opening and, and welcome everyone in. But for the for the immediate future, you can actually start going to see movies in those auditoriums and just between us. I don't okay. don't tell anyone else, but and our podcast uh, listeners, or do I got to cut exactly? This? Yeah, okay, no, good. just just us, just us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we even even our podcast listeners because they're cool like like us. They are. They are. Uh, <laughs> laser projectors in every auditorium. Luxury seating, heated power luxury recliners, every seat, and Dolby Atmos sound in every auditorium. So every every film that plays there that is Dolby Atmos capable, we can play. And then we've got a, a separate gaming room and event room. So you can have a party there, you can have a banquet there, or you can go play games in a separate room that's already wired with <laughs> state-of-the-art projection and we also outfitted that room with Dolby Atmos sound just for the that just for the cool. fun of it. Yeah, that that's going to be a fun building for the the folks who go downtown, and especially mm-hmm. it's worth the trip for those that want to make the effort. Well, I'm excited because it's right across the street here from our studios here, and there were times when I've had a stressful day, and it's like I'm just going to walk over to the theaters and watch a show. So. I can neither confirm nor deny that I've seen some KSL folks over at over at Gateway at different times. Yes, that is true. <laughs> We're also doing a pretty substantial makeover at Jordan Commons. Same mm-hmm. same kind of thing. The the seat makeover and and some other changes. It's just we've stayed open here because there are more screens to work with. So the, yeah. the team here at Jordan Commons has been doing it in phased construction. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, every seat that's here. Except for the IMAX. The IMAX is going to go through a little bit of a different transformation a little bit later. But all other 19 auditoriums, luxury seating and enhanced projection and all kinds of fun things. Well, and it looks like you're you're gearing up for some fun stuff, too, with, like, the the new uh, event rooms and everything happening over at, at the Gateway Luxury. You guys are starting to book your holiday parties even, correct? Now is the best time. It, it's hard to talk about it, you know, when you think about it being 90 and 100 degrees outside. But uh, <laughs> there there are pros out there. The best companies are the ones that are thinking about what their holiday parties are going to look like and start locking in dates at the best locations. Mm-hmm. And a lot of companies host holiday parties, though they can 
bring in full catering. We have we have some great choices there that people can do. And then do dinner and a movie, basically, for your team, their family, uh, a couple of different ways to celebrate. And the movies that are coming between uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas and, and into the new year are so good. So good. Uh, because Hollywood's, Hollywood's been backlogged for so long. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait great, till Bond. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Yes, yes. There are so many fun movies in the pipeline. Well, even even in the next few weeks, August used to be kind of the dog days of summer, mm-hmm. but because there are so many great titles that have been held, we've got great movies starting now. I mean, Jungle right. Cruise. We got Suicide Squad. There, there are so many big titles that are coming with Free Guy and others mm-hmm. that guests really can start. You know, as, as people start feeling comfortable coming out. We, and we get it. Not everyone's there at 100 percent, and we understand. But when you're ready, we've got movies for you. Oh, definitely. And that's a, that's a good segue to what we want to talk about next, which is August films that are coming out. It's interesting looking at this list. It, it really does bridge from the summer blockbusters kind of ending all the way down to, like, the start of our, our Halloween spooks with the Candyman. So let's go through. We, we won't really go through all of them. If you guys want to see the full list of movies coming to the Megaplex, you know, Visit megaplextheaters.com, and they have the section that's coming soon. But let's talk about some some of the, the big ones coming out in August. So we have The Suicide Squad, which actually comes out today, August 6, 2021. I Hopefully I, I will get this published <laughs> before the end of the day. <laughs> so um, tell us a little bit about the, the Suicide Squad. You know, Without any big spoilers or anything, who do you think of our audience would enjoy this? Oh, the DC purists are going to love this film. He needs uh, me. Those that the the fans of of these hardcore characters. These are the villains of villains, mm-hmm. and turning these antiheroes into some sort of form of hero. Mm-hmm. It's a fascinating watch, um, and the characters in this in this version of it. Um, the team has done an amazing job. James Gunn has certainly had some fun with this this cast and uh and this story. Mm-hmm. And really, the fans of the franchise are going to going to get a kick out of, you know, Harley Quinn is Harley Quinn mm-hmm. top to bottom. She is <laughs> She's progressed so much and, since our, our first view in in Suicide Squad, which was the 2016. Yeah. Erdris I can never say his name. Erdris Elba. Erdris Elba? Mm-hmm. He just commands the screen. I, I am a huge fan of his performance, and uh, and John Cena it, is really good oh, performance. Oh. I was surprised. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it for anyone. Right? But there, yeah, there's there's some moments in this film that uh, so so entertaining. But don't go in. Don't go in. This is not. This is not your average. No. You know, don't take the 13 year olds no, to this movie. No, 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 no. The, is, this yeah. this one is for grown ups. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, there's a fan base for it, and. Uh, yeah, go go in knowing what you're go in prepared. But uh, yeah. if you're if you're a fan, buckle up. Yes, and that's one thing I, I was trying. Um, you know, it's definitely a, a comic book movie that actually holds up to the violence you find in the comics. So it's not your 1960s Batman safe. It's it's a little bit darker. There's more blood in it. They also try to thread kind of undertones of, of power and leadership and responsibility and everything like that. So don't walk in thinking it's going to be safe for kids. It, it really isn't. It's it's for those that are um, fans of, of the genre uh, is, is how I would put that, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> and that's the big movie and then, this week. And, and then next week, uh, two two great films mm-hmm. free guy and respect free guy 
what a delight, I, a, a surprise for those that have have wanted original storytelling mm-hmm. with clever characters and great effects. And I, I, I worry about saying too much about this right. film I, because I want people to have the same moment mm-hmm. that I did seeing it for the first time. Right. And it's one that I plan on seeing it again. <laughs> and in fact, I get I get in a little trouble when I when my family and friends find out. Wait, you've already seen this? Uh-huh. That's so not fair. I know I did too. I'm, and they're like, oh yeah, I've seen it twice. Like you know, different films. So. <laughs> <laughs> Occupational hazard. Sorry. Yes. Um, yes. Well, I feel like we can share what we've seen in the trailers. Not going too deep, but so this one, the premise is Ryan Reynolds stars as the titular guy, a video game background character on a mission to save entire digital world and I went into it not quite sure if I was going to like it or not I'm not much of a gamer although you know being a nerd I'm exposed through that uh, throughout the life and I think even if you're not a gamer you're going to enjoy this film it is fun it has full of action I'm surprised it has a little bit of heart and romance in it and like Ryan Reynolds who doesn't love Ryan Reynolds like come on the other part of this is frankly Hollywood has not done much justice by the the gaming world Mm -hmm. tackling some of their titles. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of the the most popular gaming titles haven't fared as well on the big screen. And I think this one breaks a very nice trend the other way. Mm -hmm. I think this this film is, at least from my perspective, is is going to be pleasantly surprising and pleasing for those that uh, go to see it. I think word of mouth is going to build on this one as people Mm -hmm. catch it. Oh, definitely. And it's it's just hilarious. And it reminds me a lot of like Ready Player One, um, that kind of feel to it where you have it's very respectful of, of the brands and, and the characters and, and the different video game world that you're embedded into within there. So I, I really, really enjoyed Free Guy uh, at the, the screening there. And we'll we'll talk about that more next week. Um, now, yeah, I'm the, Joe. The, the, the voice of the trailer guy should say in a world within a world. In a world within a world. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Now, I'm jealous because the other one that's coming out, I haven't seen this one yet, but it's right up my alley when it comes to creativity. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit about Respect? Respect is an amazing representation of the life of Aretha Franklin. Everyone knows her music. You can't can't live on the planet and not know instantly some of those songs that she's famous for. And the backstory and the, the, the life that led up to those pieces is fascinating. I had no idea the complexity of her world, what she was up against. And Jennifer Hudson was handpicked by Aretha Franklin to to play this role before Aretha passed away uh, a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. The performances by she and Forrest Whitaker and the young lady who plays a young Aretha Franklin are stunning. Just a delightful biopic with great music. Tough. It's not sugar-coated, but uh, I think people are going to come away from that one with, <laughs> it oh. seems, with some additional respect for, for her and her career. Oh, wow. Well, and you guys actually have some advanced screenings and a, a special uh, Fathom event coming up for, for Respect as well, correct? We do, uh, starting this Sunday, uh, the 8th, and then uh, later in the week, there are a couple of different. One is just to see it first screening, so uh, just like you were you were getting to see a a trader, a buyer screening, mm-hmm. uh, a chance to see it. And then one of these special screenings uh, is a, a live Q&A that follows so the, cool. the first screening of the film. And it's it's live, so it, it's staggered. It starts on the East Coast at 
I think eight o'clock and works its way. You know, we're we're a five o'clock start time. Mm-hmm. Everything is synced up so that uh, once the film credits finish, everyone gets to stay in the auditorium and the cast and director are going to do a live Q&A. And details about that are on our website at megaplextheaters.com. And it's streamed just across the nation there. That is so cool. That one might be one I might need to make some time for. (laughs) Definitely. Um, And speaking of that, you have a few other Fathom events and special screenings coming through the month of August. So uh, the Great Muppet Caper 40th anniversary, that's August 8th and 11th. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory 50th anniversary. I've never seen that one on the big screen, so I might be at that one. That's the 15th and 18th. Um, Andy's going to be sad that he's not hearing about this one. I'll have to tell him. Uh, Star Trek for The Voyage Home, 35th anniversary, Andy's favorite film, August 19th and 20th. Uh, Coraline, August 24th, which is one of my uh, favorite Halloween spooky kind of fills, uh, films. And then Stripes, the 40th anniversary. So those are some of the, the special events and screenings you guys are are doing there at the Megaplex this, this August as well. It, it just kind of catches me by surprise every time that you start looking at these numbers, these anniversaries that you know, we're talking right. 40 and 50 years on some of these titles. <laughs> but but the chance to see them, and they're digitally remastered, mm-hmm. so the picture is perfect, the sound is perfect. Even if you saw these originally, you probably saw them on an on a original film print, which is fine, except you see the scratches, you see the, the dropouts on screen. And so what they do is they go through and they find the, the best copies of the original masters, and they digitize them in stunning color, and it it brings these movies to life. The sound is perfect. The picture is perfect. Mm-hmm. And seeing them on, on a screen that's 500 times bigger than the one you've got at home, it just makes it a different experience. It's it's crazy. I went to one of these to see The Wizard of Oz, um, and it was the first time I'd ever seen it on the big screen. And that transitioned from black and white to color, like it gave me chills. It was so wonderful to see that on a big screen, something so iconic, so loved. And like I had my little niece with me and I'd gotten her a little Dorothy dress and the sparkly shoes and stuff. So oh, nice. it was just awesome. So there's, it's always fun to have those. And, and there's so many other films coming out as well that are, that are family friendly this month. Um, One of them is very toddler friendly. Paw Patrol, the movie comes out Friday, August 20th. <laughs> I have a hunch I'm bringing the grandkids to this one as soon as it opens. It's really fun. It just shows the breadth of the films that are coming out in August, which, again, doesn't doesn't happen usually. So fun, fun family films. And it's getting great reviews. Really? Which is, yeah, the early the early feedback, it's as popular as the, the program on TV or streaming, however you watch it, and consistent with the brand, which is lovely and cool. something that families can enjoy. Oh, definitely. And like kids, kids are so much fun to, to take to a theater to show something like this, just to see them experience that and, and have fun and connect to the character. So that's that's the 20th. Also on the 20th is the protege. The, the protege. Um, this one, I'm a little sad. I People think that I just go to movies all day for my job. Mm-hmm. And it, there are days when that would be just fine by me. But I have to do other responsible things, apparently. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get a chance to see this one. Our film buyer who did loved both this film and Reminiscence with Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it adds a level of pain for me when I miss a, a, <laughs> one of those advanced screenings that I, I get to go to from time to time. But both films, frankly, surprised him. They played much better than he thought they would. 
it's always great when he comes out and says, "Wow, that was that was highly entertaining, pleasantly surprised. Performances were great." Mm-hmm. So both of those films, uh, I think, again, something for everyone. Uh, a little more intense on both the protege and reminiscence. Yeah. The film by actually Larry mentioned specifically that it reminiscence sort of felt like it it could almost slide into the Christopher Nolan type genre films right. of here let's let's take your mind and twist it just a little bit this way and that way so oh a so lot it's of more psychological than action based so it's a combination but mm-hmm. it's going to make you think you know timelines are are to be had fun with according to Christopher Nolan and wow. I think this one's kind of along the same lines. Well, and I'm excited for that one because it does star Hugh Jackman, one of my favorite people. I've met him. He smells great. Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> and it says, let's see, uh, he stars in a sci-fi film as Nick Bannister, a man who helps clients relive their past memories until one of them has memories implicating Bannister's love interest in a series of crimes. Ooh, that does sound interesting. I, I dun, lo- dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm a huge sci-fi fan, um, whether it's written, whether it's on screen, whether it's just a concept. So, like, this this is definitely one I'm going to be seeing. Uh, so that's the 20th. And then if we go towards the end of the month, we have on the 27th, our first kind of dip into Halloween horror is Candyman. And that is uh, – it's Jordan Peele who co-wrote the horror uh, – it's a sequel to the supernatural uh, murderer um, Candyman, which – I have to say, I that's too scary. I haven't seen. I don't know the concept. <laughs> Jordan Jordan Peele mm-hmm. is doing just fine <laughs> at sort of sort of taking us around the bend on some stuff. Uh-huh. I, I I loved his work with you know Keen Keenan Peele, their comedy stuff, <laughs> right. and then to see what he's been able to do in this kind of suspense uh, thriller stuff is. Wow. Um, and the trailer and everything else I'm seeing, I, I have to decide if I'm brave enough to watch this one. In the right? event screening. It looks so <laughs> creepy. Oh, well, it's it just intense. There, there's something Hitchcock-like where it's not just in your face. There, there is actual suspense built. And this one on the, the trailer going into it, there, there's some lovely tension building, which mm-hmm. is – one of the feelings you go to when you want to see a big movie on a screen. <laughs> Definitely. And it, it looks very psychological as well, which I'm, I can handle a horror if it has the psychological bent to it. So I really liked Us and, and Get Out, the, um, some of the other Jordan Peele films there. So I, I'm probably going to see this. I might have to bring a stuffed animal with me to hug and hide under. But <laughs> is there any other lesser known films coming out in August that you're just excited about that you want to inform our audiences about? What I constantly do is is I'm I'm always on the lookout at our website at some of the industry. You know, I look at IMDb. Of late, we've been watching movie release dates shift around. Mm-hmm. So keep an eye out. The studios have been really good about identifying weekends and offering up a little something for everyone. So there's not only primary programming that goes on, mm-hmm. but some fun counter programming. So when you walk into a megaplex with 15 or 20 auditoriums. Chances are you're going to find something to do on date night, which is fun. All right. Now, that's our time for this month. I think we've covered everything. But I'm excited because next month is September. Wait, January, February, March. September. Yes, I didn't yeah. skip a month. And that's Fanex. <laughs> Salt Lake's uh, comic and pop culture convention. And next month, we're going to try to be joined by by someone from Fanex to actually talk about it. And I just want to make sure, because I always love looking for your booth, you are going to be at Fanex, correct? 
the Megaplex prize wheel, and we have been stockpiling prizes for a while, is going to be up and running, and we are going to be, we've got so many fun things from the studios to, that we're going to be giving away. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're literally bringing truckloads of, of swag to oh. share with movie fans in Utah. We have these conversations all the time with our studio partners saying what great fans we have here in Utah. Mm-hmm. And I tell them, just empty your closets. Go go hit the supply closet. Send us everything. And they, it's amazing what they send. Mm-hmm. I, we've got some really fun things in the, tr- in the Cave of Wonders. So it, it, it's a nice time for us to kind of clear things out, too. But uh, we've, we've held some things in reserve for this, this upcoming Fanex. Okay. Looking forward to seeing movie fans there in person at Fanex. Well, in the past, I know you guys have done, like, displays and stuff as well. Are you guys planning on displaying anything cool, costumes, or anything like that? We have a few things in the works. I'm I'm crossing my fingers because there's uh-huh. some fun films coming up. Um, we're, we've made some initial conversations with our friends from the Adams Family film, and we're hoping to have some fun things there on site. I am, oh... I keep looking for an Aston Martin for Bond, but uh, Mr. Oh. hasn't sent me one yet. I, I keep asking for the keys, but oh. nothing yet. But we may have a few Bond surprises, too. That would be so cool. I just remember when Ford versus Ferrari came out, going to the Megaplex there for the big celebration, and you guys actually having the cars there and how cool that was. So I'm, I'm always excited <laughs> to see what you guys come up to, to entertain me, <laughs> which will it be is, wonderful. That's, that's, that's the goal. That's and, the goal. You, know, we can, you can watch movies, but have an experience that's – Hopefully we're trying to identify next level for people Mm -hmm. and exceeding expectations. Definitely. Well, you've exceeded my expectations today. I've had so much fun chatting with you. Uh, Thank you so much for for being a part of the podcast and being part of the the Fan Effect uh, family here. Always, always great to be sitting at the cool kids' table with you. (laughs) Definitely. Well, and uh, thank you, listeners, for listening to this episode of Fan Effect, a KSL News Radio podcast. Beyond sci-fi, fantasy, gaming, and tech, we are excited to share with you our knowledge and often arguments on everything pop culture and fandom. Based in the beautiful Beehive State, Fan Effect celebrates Utah's unique fan culture, and we are always excited to bring you local guests that feel the same way. I'm your co-host and producer, Kellyanne Halverson. Sadly, Andy wasn't able to join us today, but you can catch his reviews for The Suicide Squad, which we talked about today, on uh, ksltv.com. It's there, and I will turn into a podcast as well. Uh, Listen regularly to Fan Effect Podcast on your favorite platform at kslnewsradio.com, kslpodcast.com, or on the KSL News Radio app. Do you have a fun idea or local fan culture topic we'd like to explore? Let us know by messaging or Facebook at Fan Effect Show, where you can also get the latest nerdly updates and join the conversation. Follow us on Instagram at Fan Effect Show, Twitter at Fan Effect Show. And once more, thank you for listening, and we hope to have you back real soon for another episode of Fan Effect. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. 
You can binge all of the episodes of Hope and Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.